Continuing our market talk, Eddie Gifford is with us, Wealth Advisor at Tactive. Thank you so much for being with us. So what are you thinking here about the market action at this point? I know you have some picks for us today, but before I get to that, I wanted to just get your big picture outlook. I saw a lot of the analysts, um, the big houses have year-end targets. For example, City has 4,200, RBC 4,860, and Credit Suisse 4,300 on the S&P 500. So they do see some upside by year-end. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think that there's a little bit of optimism out there. We're beginning to see more clarity from the Fed. The Fed's not really like changing what they're doing. They're kind of uh, staying in alignment with what they've said they're going to do the whole time. But I honestly think it's kind of a coin flip. I, I, I've been telling clients we can fast forward 12 months and the market could be up 50% or the market could be down 50%. And, and, and it's just going to depend on probably a lot of catalysts that occur this month. So I think that July is going to be a pivotal month. Uh, we've had the worst first half of the year since 1970. Uh, the question is, is this a, uh, did the bottom happen? Is this another uh, false rally or, or is there a, a continuation from here? And I think that, you know, a lot of it's going to come down to inflation, that, that dirty word that we've been talking about for the last six months uh, and, and uh, how much of the inflation that the Fed cannot control with interest rates how much does that stuff fall? Uh, how much does oil fall? How much does wheat fall? How much do those types of things fall? And if, and if those can those can call fall, that can make a big difference. And the Fed can kind of suck out the money uh, from uh, the oversupply from COVID, and and we could end up in a kind of Goldilocks situation. But I still honestly think that that's more of the outlier than the actual scenario that we're in. I think that uh, there's actually still more downside uh, potential. And I would say that the risk reward is there's there, there's still uh, not enough reward to, for the amount of risk that you need to take in certain areas without at least hedging the position. I see. Okay. So you are willing to, to make some moves, but having some hedges and maybe mixing it up, your short-term pick, a long-term pick, um, and a way to hedge, as you noted. So in the short term, you're looking at the triple Qs, which is very interesting, looking at um, concern, right? Everybody's been so concerned about tech, but look at that. I mean, doing better today, at least. Right. We've, we've, seen, uh, we've seen the Qs uh, kind of uh, rebound a little bit uh, coming off of like the last bottom. Uh, we looked at that as kind of maybe a short term rally and then uh, you know, the, the idea. Oh, so you're shorting the triple Qs. You know, in my notes, I didn't write it down the right way. You're actually betting that they're going further to the downside. Yes. So 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 short yes, term, you know, we're, we're looking at that balance. And that's why we're looking at it as a setup for shorting the Qs via PSQ. And, you know, if you're concerned about going short on an index like that, that's where we have our long pick, which is ARC, uh, you know, innovation. So we're basically kind of playing the arbitrage there of if the market recovers and things do run back and we own a short position in the queues, ARC is likely going to more than make up for that. And we've been stocking ARC for a long time and have kind of seen kind of a bottoming pattern there. So we think that uh, getting into ARC in, in the last couple of days was a good move, although we do have a tight stop. It was up 7% uh, yesterday and and we have a no loss uh, stop in now. So if it continues to run, uh, we'll ride the wave. But if not, hey, we, we tried and we didn't fail. Uh, we, we got at it even. So, uh, but we think that right. there's definitely uh, some risk reward potential here. Right, so if you're looking for growth and have a move to the upside, you make money with ARC moving higher or the other way around, you're hedged on the downside as a protection with the short triple Qs at PSQ. Exactly. 
Um, another area, interestingly enough, is uh, TAN. That's Invesco's yes. solar ETF. Tell me why you're looking at this one. So TAN's been interesting. It was obviously something that did amazing during the pandemic and we just saw that thing run and like it seemed like there was double after double after double and we've seen it kind of come back to earth. But what we're noticing, and, and, and this is even happening to me personally, is the sting of higher energy prices is top of mind right now. And so people are looking into things like solar so that the next time prices go up, maybe their energy bill isn't hit as hard. And uh, the tax credit that you receive for installing a solar system actually goes down after this year. So I can see there being a big push into the end of the year using kind of that sales tactic and a lot of these solar companies doing well. And then just in general, it's kind of set up to where it, the same thing, uh, it looks like it could be kind of forming a bottom and, and, and running from here. So it's definitely not something we're afraid of. We think that there's uh, some upside potential there. But like everything else, we always implement stops uh, just, just to make sure that if we're wrong, we're protecting our clients. Right. And then there's the hedge, and that is the VIX, which um, no real movement here on the heels of the Fed minutes at the moment. What are you watching for? Well, uh, the reason I like the VIX and, and you know, uh, uh, specifically speaking, the uh, November calls on the VIX uh, are because volatility has dampened a little bit. Uh, the the, uh, the pricing and valuation of the options are actually uh, pretty compelling right now. And, and uh, if we end up falling into a recession, I think the move is big to the upside or to the downside. So uh, if the recession hits, we're officially in a recession and, and the acceleration starts to the downside, we can see VIX spike up real fast. That does two things. It increases volatility, obviously. That makes options more expensive. And then the fact that the uh, VIX is increasing is going to make that option more expensive. And so if uh, we have a significant acceleration to the downside, this is one of those things where you can make 10, 20, 30 to 1 potentially and, and offset and allow you to take some, some risk on the other side. Because I think that what a lot of people are worried about right now is, okay, are we at a bottom? Are we not? And, you know, if I'm in cash, when do I get in? And, and that's always the age old problem. If you sit in cash, when do we enter? And so by holding maybe some more volatile uh, investments, but then by hedging on the other side, you can find comfort in saying, okay, well, I'm not in cash, but if the market goes up, I can make money. And oh, by the way, if the market goes down, I can make money too. So, you know, kind of hedging that bet that there's a, a long-term big move uh, that's going to happen. Of course, if we tr trade just in range and, and stay flat for the next six months, then we'd kind of lose the hedge and be even on the other side. But that's that's a risk we're willing to take uh, because we think that there could be a big move here for sure. Understood. Eddie Gifford, thank you, of Tactive, taking a look there at shorting the triple Qs, the ARC funds, and uh, TAN and VIX. Thanks. Good to see you. Thank you. Have a good day.